just as we get started, I want to thank each and every one that has agreed to help with our Christmas program this year. Uh, it's heartwarming to be able to walk up to someone and say, hey, can you help us again this year, or would you help us this year? And uh, for the most part, yes. And we're, we're so pleased with that, and we do appreciate it very much. And as we get into our program today, we will not be announcing who is coming. They will just uh, follow along. And those of you that are taking part, just be ready as soon as you can when the one in front of you is done so that our, <clears throat> our program can proceed at a good pace. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was just no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord showed round them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, <clears throat> Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. We will start with Matt. Happy Sabbath. All right. So we're talking about Christmas, and what better way to talk about Christmas than to celebrate Christmas? Matt and I uh, have been playing for a while together, and we have the privilege to sing the song Celebrate, which we wrote.
long ago it was foretold that there'd come a mighty king, prince of peace, son of man, born today in Bethlehem, and he will teach a plan of love taught to him from up above, and now there's hope for all mankind today, and that's the reason why we celebrate the birth of Christ, the Holy One, the birth of Christ, God's own That as he grew, he healed the sick and sinners too. So full of love and joy and grace, he wants his children to be saved. And yes, he's still alive today. And he still loves us all the same And now we all have been set free by him And we don't have to be kept here in sin He'll take us home for eternity And there we'll live with you and me
Good morning, church. Um, today we'll be singing Mary Did You Know.
I just want to say, uh, the last time I played, uh, th- by the way, uh, this is the second arrangement of this song you're going to hear today. Uh, you may have heard it just five minutes ago, but it's not surprising because I was watching TV and uh, Silent Night is still the number one song after all these years, is even ahead of White Christmas on the 10 top Christmas songs. So we're going to do our arrangement of Silent Night, and you may hear some other ones before the show is over. But uh, I was going to say, the last time I played this, I was living in Sedona, Arizona, and the temperature that December 22nd was 86 degrees. So uh, it's a little cooler here today. Anyway. So um, if you don't know who this guy is at the piano, it's my brother, Michael. And uh, I think everybody knows who I am. So you ready? Are you ready? Yeah.
the beast, a Christmas story. Tom Downing tells a touching story about a man with a horrible problem and how a gracious person brought him comfort. He came to my desk with the application in his huge hand and held it out to me. I asked him to be seated. His giant bulk filled the chair. He was the ugliest man I'd ever seen, and just his presence made me uneasy. I'd never before seen anyone so physically repulsive. And to think that he was applying for a job at the department store seemed completely unacceptable. In my 10 years as personnel manager, I'd seen all kinds of applicants, but this one was extraordinary, to say the least. His, yet his voice, in reply to my questions, was surprisingly gentle, more sincere than most, and at the same time, more anxious. His application stated that he was employed by a carnival which was presently set up on the outskirts of my town. You're already employed, I said to him. So why are you applying for this temporary job at the store? Well, sir, he replied, it's just the kind of job I've always wanted. Certainly, you must realize that there are many applicants for the job, I said, the compensation or the competition is very keen. I know that, he answered, his beady eyes searching mine. But I'm willing to take the job without pay, and the hours won't conflict with my job at the carnival. Well, I said finally, if you should get the position, you'll be paid at the advertised rate. He shrugged his gigantic shoulders. I still want it if it paid nothing. I've never wanted anything more, sir. Never in my life. I dismissed him then, advising them that he would be considered fairly along with the other applicants. At the door, he turned and thanked me, his great ugly face sending shudders through me. And for the rest of the day, I could not forget him. When sheer repulsiveness comes into your life, it isn't easily forgotten. But there was more to this man than his pitiful, frightening features. His sincerity, his desperation clung to my memory, and I was determined that he, as one of God's creatures, was entitled to a fair opportunity. Perhaps I was being foolish, reckless even, to consider him. But there was nothing else I could do and still call myself a human being just as he was. All that night I couldn't sleep for thinking of this poor, unforgettable man who must have experienced great hardships in his lifetime because of his ugliness. I kept trying to imagine how disappointing life must have been for him, how frustrating, how loveless. Just the sight of him incurred loathing and banishment. He had to be an outcast, a target for ridicule to the apathetic, uncompassionate world. The next day, I decided I had to see him in his environment, so I went to the carnival grounds. Feeling like a spy was something I had to do before I decided which applicant for the very short-term job at the store would get it. I had to see for myself what type of work this man with the beast-like features and his angel-like voice did. 
After some searching and finally some questioning, I was directed to a tent over which hung a sign reading, The Human Beast. Not wanting to think much about this distasteful announcement, I bought a ticket, went inside, and stood in the back row of a large group of the curious. At last, the lights dimmed, and a spotlight played on a crudely built stage. In a few minutes, he emerged from behind a curtain. The gasps of horror rose from the crowd. Children screamed, and mothers who should have known better than to bring them there in the first place hugged them to their breasts. He was painted unearthly in colors, and his great bulk bent under the weight of chains that surrounded his massive body. Back and forth across the stage he wreathed, uttering deep, gutting groans and snarls of a caged animal. He was indeed the beast he played, and my heart asked for this man, or ached for this man who had uh, sat before me only yesterday and pleaded for an escape, no matter how brief from this agonizing role he played before a jeering and ridiculing mob of thrill-seekers. The only time he seemed to break out of the frightening character was when uh, each time someone hustled a child from the tent. His sad eyes followed the children with sheer, unmistakable anguish. I waited until the tent emptied and then made my way inside the curtain and found him. He looked at me in shame. I wish you hadn't come here, he said in that soft voice. I wish... If you still want the job, I said to him, it's yours. His giant head nodded in disbelief. Oh, yes, yes, sir, I do. Then be at the store tomorrow afternoon at four, I said. Again, the great head nodded, and I left. The next day, because of other duties, I wasn't able to be at the store when he arrived on the job. I arrived at 6 o'clock and went directly to my department, and there he was, surrounded by a great multitude of delighted children. The expressions on their face told me that I had not made a mistake. The voice that had brought jeers and hoots from so many others so many times in his lifetime at the carnivals was now hidden behind a huge white beard, and his great frame was clothed in a red and white suit. The eyes that had chilled people to the bone were no longer sad, but filled with tears of joy as he took one child after another onto his lap, playing for them the wonderful, jolly Santa Claus they all loved and trusted.
once again, want to thank everyone who took part in the service this morning, and thank you for being here. We appreciate that as well. If we could stand, we will have a closing prayer. Our Heavenly Father, it is so good to have been here this morning. We thank you for the many blessings we have received from attending and from taking part in the service today. We thank you for that wonderful gift of Jesus that we remember this time of year. And now we would ask also that you go with us as we go our various ways. Please guide, direct, and protect each one of us. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.